This is MMA Soccer Radio. We cover all things MMA and fight breakdowns and recaps and refighter interviews and all the latest news from the world of mixed martial arts. Soccer Radio. You've just been sucker punched. Welcome back, folks. Another episode of Sucker Radio here on MMASucker.com. I am your host, Jeremy Brand, and we've got a knockout episode for you this week. I've got an interview coming up with Tyson Nam. He hit a 32-second knockout at UFC on ESPN this past weekend, earning himself Performance of the Night honors. Uh, what a performance it was, if you haven't seen that. Head on over to ESPN Plus, or you could probably find it on Instagram or Twitter because it was, as I said, only 32 seconds. So there's probably a GIF or a GIF or whatever you want to call it out there of that knockout. Before we get into that, I would love to shout out my sponsor, Manscaped. Head on over to manscaped.com, use the coupon code SUCKA, and you will get a big discount off your order for all your ball shaving needs. With that, let's get right into my interview with Tyson Nam. Joining me now is a guy who has fought for literally almost every major organization out there, uh, but picked up a giant victory, 32-second knockout at UFC on ESPN this past weekend. Uh, Please welcome Tyson Nam to Suck Radio. Tyson, thanks for joining me today, man. Uh, Always a pleasure. Man, oh man, what a performance. Now, I... I mean, a lot of people out there around the mixed martial arts world know that you have heavy hands, but a lot of the casuals don't. So they see you getting inside the cage against this guy, and I'm sure a lot of people were shocked. Uh, did Did you hear many naysayers out there prior to this fight? Oh, yeah. I want to say I've been uh, holding a lot in from about two or three weeks out all over uh, social media, Twitter specifically. Um journalists uh fans were saying that this was going to be the weakest the shittiest the most trash card in ufc um history maybe but uh but you know i'm i'm glad because i I already knew that i was i felt something deep down inside that something something like this i was gonna break out for the ufc and and a bunch of the fighters on top of the card itself we we, uh we made it for a a fun-filled exciting night Definitely did. I got to ask, I I saw in Dana White's post-fight press conference, uh, he said that Tyson Nam knew he was fighting for a pink slip. Now, obviously, you did lose your first two UFC outings. They were decision losses, though, and not against, like, bums. You fought Sergio Pettis and Kai Cara France, which are two notable names uh, in, in any market out there. So were you surprised when he said this, and did you know this going into the fight? I did not know that he said that. I thought it was, uh, I, I said it myself personally. I didn't know that he said that as well. But, you know, yeah, um, Sergio Pettis, he was ranked number five. And then Kai Carr was ranked number seven. I did not ever expect to get a uh, an easy fight in the UFC, especially coming in, just because I've done things in the past. Like in 2012, I knocked out the number six bantamweight in the world. 2017, I knocked out the former number one UFC contender. So, you know, getting picked up by the UFC I, w- I wasn't expecting anything less than just to fight great fighters 
Um, I did not know that. that maybe, that, maybe that, I, that, maybe I, I maybe I missed that. Maybe I misread the, yeah. the headline and, I, and I it was you that you, uh, said, yeah. And, and I said that personally, actually. So <laughs> did, was that a weight on your shoulder then going into this or you just were still, I mean, you in that cage looked as calm as I've seen you fight in any fight. I, and I've watched you for a hell of a long time now. And just the pep in your step was like one step ahead of everything he did. You had that little bounce back that you did with your feet every time he threw a punch and he missed. I mean, you didn't look like you were going to be phased at all. I felt so good going into the fight. It was, uh, it was everything to where... You know, you, you you back you back a rat up into the into the corner, and there's only one way to go, which is forward. Now, with the pandemic that's been going on, I actually got laid off of work, and actually, for the first time in my uh, mixed martial arts career, has been have been training full time. So I wake up and I I eat shit and <laughs> and piss MMA all day every day uh, since the pandemic, which. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm 36 years young, but, uh, I, I feel better than when I was, uh, 26, just because I've, I've taken a, a, another level in my training that I've been able to, to work on. I, it, it only lasted about 32 seconds, but there is a lot of, uh, new techniques and, um, and then that I wanted to show the fans that I didn't really get to. So maybe on my next outing, uh, you guys can see a, a little bit more uh, new and improved Tyson Nam. Definitely. Now let's let me dig into that answer a little bit. There, you said you were laid off from your job due to the pandemic. What was it that you were doing for work uh, leading up to this? I actually work at the UFC gym here in Hawaii. So you know, I, I coach. So I I. I work UFC. I fight for the UFC. I mean, I, I, I live this UFC brand all day. And obviously laid off due to the fact that there was not much training going on. But you said you did get to eat, sleep, breathe MMA. Uh, what was training like leading up to this? I, I mean, stuff got a little more relaxed uh, just prior to your fight there. But, I mean, training camp itself had to be a little different than normal, yeah? I made sure, well, not as not as unnormal as you would think i uh i got i got a lot of good training partners so you know one phone call to the boys and 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 they're 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 helping they're helping me out get getting ready for this fight um no questions asked um you know as as long as uh i got i got my partners my training partners uh pushing me and helping me as we do for everybody else that that have uh fights coming up um you know what I'm always coming into the into a fight uh, well prepared. Now you were preparing for someone else. Ryan Benoit was expected to be your opponent. He withdrew from the bout. Uh, how much did that sort of weigh on you? Uh, the fact that you had an opponent change and it was a guy coming in and and you didn't obviously know as much about this guy as you did about Ryan. It was pretty stressful just because probably for the past ten weeks I was. Uh, getting uh preparing for Ryan Benoit and literally on our on our travel over um from Hawaii I uh my manager messages me that hey um Ryan's out and uh Zaruk Arashev is is in I was like huh let me try to look <laughs> this guy out because I've never heard of his name before so he's not real well known in the MMA scene but very well known in the uh kickboxing uh Glory K1 kickboxing. Okay. So I was like, oh, okay. I guess I'll 
I'll be fighting a another striker, uh, something uh, not not too far off. So, but still, yeah, with a with a change of opponent, like days before when you're prepping for someone else, you kind of go through your mental checkpoints. Like, damn, do I need to like do this instead of that? Uh, well, what the hell am I supposed to be doing now? Now that it's a different person. For sure. It worked out for the best. It definitely did, and very quickly, as as we stated there. But, you know, he missed weight uh, the day before the fight. Uh, were you surprised that, that that happened? And was there ever a thought in your head where, oh, my goodness, I'm not going to do this because he's missed weight? Obviously, you've been prepping for the fight for so long that, that you, you just want to get in there and scrap. Well, I was definitely surprised that he missed the, the weight just because he is – he is a flyweight, so I, I thought that making 135 wasn't going to be a, a problem for him. Um, no matter how many days notice, um, if if you're a true professional, you don't get so far out of shape that you can't make the weight class that's actually above your fighting weight class yeah. on a few days notice. Um, but at the at the same time, uh, he came he came to the weigh-ins, and you know he 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 looked like he was in good spirits. Got up to the scale. I was watching it, watched it up on the TV, and it was like one thirty eight point five. I was like, man, it, it was just it was just constant fuel being added to the fire of of just such a long training camp, um, switching opponents, and now my opponent doesn't make weight. I did not care if my opponent was going to miss weight by about five or ten pounds. I was going to punch somebody in the face uh, <laughs> uh, on on June thirteenth. <laughs> Now, you know, we said earlier that you've got bombs in those hands. We, we knew that you had the power, uh, judging from your previous performances outside the octagon. Uh, you landed the shot, it dropped him, and more times than not, when a fighter jumps in after a guy has fallen to the mat, they miss on that next punch when the ref- referee is pulling them off. You did not. You absolutely smoked him with that second shot while he was on the ground. Um, what was going through your head when you saw him hit the canvas? What was going through your head when you jumped in there and threw that punch? And and what was going through your head when the referee pulled you off of him? Yeah, that usually um, I, I don't hit that second punch um, that cleanly, but man, it was a heat sinking missile that I think I actually hit him harder with oh. my second punch than I did the first punch. Sometimes the that, punch that wakes them up. So. You know what I mean? Sometimes that like, second man. punch wakes them up. That second punch put him even more out. <laughs> Oh yeah, he 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 definitely uh went uh went a cold body off of that second punch. But you know what? Even uh if people are saying that, you know, that second punch wasn't necessary, even more went into that second punch just because uh the entire week I swear everybody from Uzbekistan was telling me that he's gonna kill me, I'm gonna die, you know, every I, I've never had so much trolls on top of my social media from someone else's home country, um, just arguing with my fans and, and, and threatening my life. So this is, this is what happens when, um, when, when your friends fuck with me on top of social media and I'm reading it day to day. Did they shut up after the fact? Yeah, they ain't got nothing to say to me now. And I'm telling you, if they were in arms, arms uh arms length from me i'd hit them with that same punch too did they did his team say anything to you pre-fight no um uh just that they were sorry that they didn't uh make the weight but we we didn't have any any animosity toward each other i mean a last minute fight how much angry can you get at a guy in a couple of days 
for sure. Uh, post fight after after that finish, and you know the the medical team was was looking at him. You were sitting down against the cage, and and emotions runneth over you. Uh, just tell me what was going through your head at that point. Man, I've been, I've been fighting professionally for fourteen years, and I I was supposed to have been in the UFC in two thousand twelve. Missed missed the missed the window. Two thousand seventeen, I should have been in the UFC. Missed another window. All, always due to like contract disputes and assholes on top of on top of that and um, whoever's running the the promotion and the company, which is why I've never been able to fight in the UFC all the way until until now. So just with with all of that that's been bottling up, just because I've been doing things like this internationally, but I've never I've never showed uh, America and the U.S. what what I actually do overseas. I mean, uh, unless you're a hardcore fan and you're looking up on top of YouTube or really following closely, um, you, you won't really know me as, as well. But after, uh, after Saturday's performance, I, I think everybody's got the, got the point now who, who I am. Now I text you almost immediately after your finish and, and, you know, said, congratulations, enjoy your night. And then I said, you deserve it. Hopefully you get that bonus. And you messaged back, it's a guarantee, LOL. Uh, your fight was early on on the card, yet you were that confident in that, uh, that finish. Uh, was that throughout the whole night? You were like, man, I got a lock on this? I mean, I, I, if I, if I, I never really went into this career of just cashing checks. So if I got it, that was cool. If I didn't get it, that was going to be cool as well. But the way that that I hit that man, I don't think anyone was going to hit their opponent like that. I, I just had something in, in in my heart and my feeling like that. That was almost the hardest that I've ever just hit somebody in the face before. <laughs> and I don't think anyone was going to get close to finishing off somebody like that. Now you did get the bonus. Uh, there was no fight of the night bonus. I think they were all performance of the night bonuses. You were lucky enough to grab one of those. Uh, what's the plan for the bonus? Um, I'll, I'll stick it in my bank account. It's not like I can even go out right now. I'm on a 14-day quarantine here in uh, Hawaii where it's actually raining right now. I should have probably stayed in Vegas where it was sunny. <laughs> but it's like not. I can't even do anything with it anyways. I can't even go out and at a nice restaurant or or go to a store and buy something i'm just i'm just stuck over here quarantining right now i i know uh with some of your other camps I, you traveled to portland for for some of your camps correct uh it, it, was that able to be possible for this one probably not right not possible just uh i i i've i've lived in a Portland, Oregon for seven years where I met uh, uh, my main training partner, Ricky Simone, that still lives over there. So I kind of, we kind of go back and forth if, uh, to, to train with each other. Um, we, uh, we have uh, great camps over there as well as a great camp over here. We like to, you know, see new faces, different styles. Um, always a uh, variety is always better than just seeing the same, same person every day to beat them up. So we like to, we like to, the wealth of uh, getting hit in the face uh, from <laughs> Portland to Hawaii, Hawaii back to Portland. Nice. Now, now, obviously, these fights were at 35 that, that you fought in the UFC. Is is 25 an option for you still, or are you content with 35? No, no. This was uh, 
this was one was a one off just because uh, it was a three day notice for my opponent. So one thirty five was was going to be. But uh, the flyweight division is is where I've always uh, done my best work. Uh, um, I, I feel like I have to train harder, so I'm faster. I'm usually always I'm like the biggest flyweight out there. So you know, um, my uh, my strength and my size always. Uh, it's it's always never a problem whenever anybody wants to wrestle or grapple with me, I'll throw them off. But flyweight is is my home end where I do my best work. So moving back down to that weight class, are there any names that that stick out in your head? Um, I was I was trying to look through the rankings, and and uh, I was starting from the top. Number ten was Matt Schnell. That uh, I did not see that he had a fight scheduled, so I was I was thinking maybe we can dance a little bit. If not. <laughs> Anybody else? Anybody? It does. It doesn't matter, man. You know, I'm fighting in the the greatest mixed martial arts organization uh, known to man. So you know, a- any fight under the UFC banner is awesome. Being that that fight was 32 seconds, you said you have a 14 day quarantine. Wh- when would you like to be back inside the octagon? I mean, sooner the better if we can. Uh... I thought I heard a rumor that the quarantine will be lifted on the 16th, which is what two, one or two days away tomorrow. So yeah. If something <laughs> like that gets lifted, I mean, yeah, let's go next week, the following week, whichever, <laughs> whichever weekend I'm my, my schedule is open. I need to fill it with something. A fist fight sounds good. <laughs> there you go. He is Tyson Nam. Thanks a lot for joining me today, man. Uh, just let people know where they can find you in the social media game. I'm sure you don't have many haters on there right now. Let them know where they can okay. find you. Uh, any sponsors you want to give shout-outs to. I've seen a hell of a lot of Manscaped stuff on your social media, so shout that oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, check me out. Follow me on Instagram, namano 11 Twitter, I think it's plain and simple, Tyson Nam. Um, yeah, you know, the sponsors that, uh, have, have been, uh, that I've been sticking with, uh, Manscaped top, top up there. You guys can uh, check out a, a bunch of these, uh, comical, uh, uh, posts. If you guys, uh, want to laugh, uh, drink HRW, they, they've been, um, they've been taking my workout to the next level of just rehydrating me and getting me all good and recovered. Uh, HCC CBD, um, you Everybody knows CBD. CBD is great for the body, pain, inflammation, cognitive function, and all of that. And uh, and yeah, just all the fans just uh, supporting mixed martial arts at this time. You know, I think uh, it's literally the only live sport happening right now. So keep supporting us, and we'll keep on supporting and entertaining you. Thanks a lot, Tyson. Have a good one, man. All right, you too. Thanks a lot, Jeremy. That was Tyson Nam picked up a giant 32-second knockout at UFC on ESPN this past weekend. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I'm sure you can find a gif of how quick it was uh, over on the interwebs. That does it for another episode of Sucker Radio here on MMASucker.com. Make sure you give us a like, subscribe, rating over on any podcast app. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at MMASucker, on Instagram at MMA underscore Sucker. Follow me on Twitter at JeremyBrand604 or on Instagram at Jeremy underscore 604. And make sure you check out our sponsors, much like Tyson Nam Manscaped. You can head on over to manscaped.com. Use the coupon code SUCKA for $10 off or 10% off. 20% off? 
Not too sure what it is, but you're going to get a killer discount on all of your manscaping needs. With that, I'm out.